Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with hypergig speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months. Because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. <laughs> Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber. Internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase at 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need! We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. And then there were three, three games left in the 2020 NFL season. Conference Championship Sunday is coming up. Fast approaching Mike Harmon. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Bayer on Fox. But the the weekend that something is the greatest weekend in football turned out to have some interesting games, some interesting twists and turns here and there. But by and large, when you talk about stat stuffers, 
wasn't that much when it comes to a fantasy perspective when you're looking at what happened across those four games in two, in two days. Yeah, basically you got your Tom Brady, right? Two and one, even though the yardage wasn't immense. Hey, anytime you can steal a rushing touchdown with the greatest quarterback sneak runner of all time who gets disrespected and no high five from the official. I showed that to my kids. They thought that was the greatest attempt by a, a player ever. <laughs> and I looked at my daughter, uh, you know, the one that plays soccer, my younger daughter, and I said, you're going to try that the next time you score, aren't you? She goes, you know I will. I said, good girl. Uh, and then, obviously, Aaron Rodgers and, and the Packers put up 32, but, you know, you spread it around, right? Everybody yeah. got fed a little bit, so nobody dominant. Buffalo, what a great defensive matchup. Uh, opportunities squandered. Casey Cleveland. I mean, all good games, just from a fantasy perspective, a lot of just <laughs> especially when you have Michael Thomas with his big fat zero no matter how much he lobbies on social media that it was a catch that was a touchdown no it wasn't get over yourself well let's work from that point we'll work back throughout the weekend that was but the Tampa Bay Saints game I I know Alvin Kamara had a nice day on the ground not fantasy wise but uh, 80 plus yards on the ground in that contest but realistically, Mike, I thought that they missed Taysom Hill. I thought that they missed Latavius Murray. And when you're looking for the guy to really have the big play at quarterback, it was not Taysom Hill. Breeze, yeah, he had the touchdown pass, but we know about the three interceptions. It was Jameis Winston who maybe, yeah. I mean, it was just one play. But when you look all around and you wanted to judge, maybe the one play was the one of the few good things that happened to the Saints on Sunday. Well, Traquan Smith comes off the IR, and, well, he's your two-touchdown performer of the day. I guess in a daily fantasy fantasy league, he wouldn't have cost you much, so he would have been worth at least a look-see. But there was no guarantee when we last spoke that he was coming off IR, right? Uh, I don't know that he would have had Taysom Hill and Latavius Murray been available. But you saw how much different was while Brady, as we said, wasn't dominant. The difference between where he is and where Breeze is is quite obvious and you know I, I saw a twitter thread from that post game that was kind of funny right where the kids are all running around the little sister is just beaten up the brother dropping every wwe finishing move i've ever seen and then brady throws the the fade to the corner to, and you know goes over the top to to one of breeze's kids they go wouldn't it be great if breeze's kid got in the car and go hey dad can you make that throw Oh, that's cold. <laughs> it's cold. That's but, cold. hey, you know what? A lot of positivity from that, you know, scene of the two guys embracing. But for fantasy purposes, yeah, just a, a very quiet day. Uh, again, the Brady rushing touchdown helps. But for New Orleans, a lot of questions to be answered going forward. That Jameis Winston thing was a thing of beauty. I almost thought it was going to be like uh, a manager going to the bullpen. All right, that's it. You're in, big boy. <laughs> Go start think, winging it. <laughs> yeah, I think that I... – I don't want to say that Sean Payton didn't do it for sentimental reasons because they were they were trying to win the football game. I will say this. I think that the biggest play of that game was the Jared Cook fumble. You could talk about Drew Brees' interceptions, but you're up seven, under five minutes to go in the third quarter, and now you're completing a third down and getting into Tampa territory where if their drives were going to be anything like they were, probably would have taken that down to the end of the third quarter. And if you punch it in, you're up two scores, and what do you know? And then in the blink of an eye, uh, Cook gets the first down, but then as he's running, they force the fumble. Devin White picks it up, and then Buccaneers end up scoring on that ensuing drive to make it 20-20. And it was at that point 
that I thought, yeah, I just didn't I, di- I didn't necessarily see it for the Saints in that aspect. For the Buccaneers, Mike, as as they move on and we'll take a little look at their their matchup with the Packers a little bit later on in the podcast, but I mean, Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. We know Ronald Jones has got the quad injury, but uh, basically 50-50 in the backfield. But it's Fournette who ends up being the the pass catcher for the Buccaneers. Even a better day than Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. It was Leonard Fournette, the one that was leading Tampa on Sunday. Shock and awe, right? Right. We talked about Cameron Bright probably having a role, and he did, four for 50. But when Leonard Fournette is the go-to, and look, he catches the ball in stride. Ronald Jones is still trying to figure something out in the passing game. I don't know how you're getting to the end of year two of your NFL career to where there's still variables to it in in terms of completing your route and certainly, as we've talked about all season long, securing a catch. But you look at the way Brady spread the ball around, what, you had nine different receivers, you know, active in the game for New Orleans, a total of ten mm-hmm. uh, in terms of guys targeted. But it's it's just funny, right? Just find the open man, and that's and that's the big thing. We talk about it all the time, and and maybe I I should start putting it in a swear jar. But you win the turnover battle, you win football games, right? That that's it. You know, there's there's outliers, and there are times where obviously it doesn't work. If you're playing in a close game, you lose one nothing or one two in that or two one in that category. But here. Like, that's the tail of the tape. And everybody discounted the Tampa defense because of the 38-3 shellacking that they took. They were still eighth in total defense for the year. They were the best. Of the four teams remaining, they were the best defense in the NFL this season. And, yes, that one got away. But that was also a Tampa team that wasn't playing. That only played together a a couple of games with everybody involved. And for this one, right, coming off the Washington game, again, the defense was discounted. You know, Devin White, he was back. (laughs) He didn't play in that game. (laughs) They were were tops against the run in the NFL. They allowed the fewest yards per game uh, to teams on the ground. So now you may get Vita Vea back for the NFC title game, which is a whole other story. Uh, Yeah, there's – Tampa is is really – they're really trending in the right direction, but doing it in a way that I don't think necessarily stands uh, stands out. Because yeah, it's not sexy. No, it's not. It's not. But when you figure out the matchups, and that's all it is, it's not a it's not a four game winning streak. You want four one game winning streaks if you're Tampa in the playoffs, and in those matchups, they've seemed to fare pretty well. Daily fantasy uh, for for that aspect on Sunday, I, I took a few dabbles and just realized that. When, when you're picking the Buccaneers, and, and for, for what we had with the Saints as well, you were trying to find a bit of the cheaper value, so a break was good. I took a chance at Scotty Miller, because sure. we love Scotty Miller on this podcast, yeah. but just never saw the field until Antonio Brown got dinged up, and then when he does, he has a huge 29-yard catch. So I don't know if you want to go to that well too often, but for, from your point, for as many guys as Brady is targeting, it's really difficult to get value with the top guys, and then to figure out which of the middle guys are actually going to cash in I mean, much like anything, it's a crapshoot, but there's just there are real no tells when it comes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Target wise for Godwin, maybe, but still seven targets, only four catches, 34 yards in the win. Yeah, I mean, the big thing is you're just taking they're not going to let you beat you over the top with Mike Evans. We knew Lattimore had done a hell of a job on him. Uh, in the regular season. And now you go ahead, and I, I got to imagine he draws uh, Jair Alexander. 
which means he's probably a no factor for mm-hmm. you in the in the title game this coming week, which means more Godwin and to your point, a Scotty Miller or if Antonio Brown's full tilt, then him you know, with the tight ends, you're touchdown dependent as mm-hmm. always. Yep. And Gronk either scores like if I can get him points for his blocking on the edge to help the run game, then we're all feeling good. I, I hope he knows which conference he's representing going forward. <laughs> Video that making his right. Hey, back to the AFC title. No, no, no. And they look at him very disappointed. Let's do another take. So yeah, it's it's such a such a hard team to to fathom. So you just grab some popcorn and watch. I think is the best advice. Yeah, you may also get drawn in at some Tyler Johnson, but for as much as they raved about him, he on made the one, one catch. catch. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it was, and it was just the one target. It was a great catch. Yes, it was important to catch. Yes, but <laughs> very much so. But for for the purposes of fantasy, uh, not really there. So we kind of move off the Saints. We won't move off the Saints completely for the season because uh, once all the games are done, Mike and I will look ahead to fantasy in the 2021 season. But let's look at who the Buccaneers' opponent is going. To to be on Sunday in that NFC title game, and that's the Packers who took care of the Rams. This was the game where uh, I don't want to say that Aaron Rodgers was saved by the touchdown from Alan Lazard, considering he dropped one earlier. So I'm going to call it a push, but Green Bay, for as dominant as Devontae Adams was, uh, still had his nine catches, but Lazard ends up being the the point getter on, on yardage, or at least gets him on yardage in the backfield. For as great as Aaron Jones was, you still have Jamal Williams now there, but Green Bay with the best offensive output that we saw of any of the teams this weekend. Boy, I, I'm at the point where, you know, we do it during the regular season, and when a quarterback's bad, it becomes the look how many interceptable balls he throws. Aaron Rodgers gets away with at least two or three a game because I think the defenders are are just surprised Shocked. it gets on them. <laughs> right? The, so the Rams score at the end of the half, and it's like, ah, I joked on Twitter immediately. Ah, they left him too much time. Sure enough, they get downfield, and he throws two would-be interceptions, mm-hmm. but both guys drop him. All right, field goal. <laughs> Go to halftime. It's like, wait a minute catch the ball uh and then the fortuitous you know we got we got balls bouncing back to quarterbacks all the time on would-be fumbles right the dylan fumble yeah that, you know rogers is johnny on the spot and that ends up becoming the lazard touchdown reception on that drive so uh just crazy but you know adams you know the targets are always going to be there double digits week in week out no matter who they play yep. uh tanyan's going to get his targets uh Valdez Scantling, you know, they're going to take the shots down the sidelines, but those are more 50-50 balls, right, against most defenses. All in all, you know, for the Rams, I felt cheated that Aaron Donald was playing at about 8%. He was that guy, your battery is just about done when you need to make a call. And you're like, look, we're going to get about three minutes into this call. You know, like me sometimes when I get here out of the out of the show into the podcast, like, damn it, I forgot a charger. But it's the the same thing here is – you know, that defense got beat up on the ground early. 
Yeah, and, and yeah, Donald obviously was not the same. But, you know, credit to Green Bay. The, the targets were there. That yeah. You knew that Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey was going to be on Devontae Adams at times during the games and, and during the game, and they uh, took their opportunities to, to get other guys. Speaking of Aaron Jones and his situation, numbers saved uh, not necessarily by the touchdown, but the 60-yard run that he had. Mm-hmm. And, and so, that, so that really helps out. But listen, Jamal Williams carries the ball well. If you're looking for value, there's always the opportunity he could end up punching one in the end zone I still wouldn't uh, shy away from Jones even against the Buccaneers run defense for the simple fact of he does seem to be the only option they would have out of the backfield in catching the football because A.J. Dillon's not going to do that and and, and to your point we still don't know about his health moving forward but if they were going to throw and do anything out of the backfield it would be Aaron Jones yeah, 47 receptions on the year. So uh, I would expect them to try to to utilize him over pursuit, right? That thing the Packers do and Rodgers just kind of waits and then dumps it over the top. We've seen that how many times. Lee DeLapp, our executive producer, is just kind of smiling because he knows that that play will be run at least a handful of times. Then it becomes uh, how well are you tackling in there? By the way, how much did you love the Jalen Ramsey? Let me blame you and stomp around like a five-year-old when Adam's <laughs> scored i showed that play like i just shown because the girls always ask like all right did i miss anything you know you're going to talk about football and sometimes their their teachers on a monday will bring up their favorite team or whatever and so i'm like all right let me arm you with this and i showed them that play i was like why is he stomping like that it's like because he's trying to deflect because he doesn't want that to look like it's his fault somebody was in his way as he was trying to come across the field and then slide over it was not his fault and you knew he just he knew that that was going to go on his ledger that it was going to be a Devontae adams touchdown against jalen ramsey which is funny because you mentioned the mike evans marshawn latimer i mean that's that's the rivalry that just keeps on on giving mm-hmm. that was evan's only catch of the game and you know he had the wacky stat line uh you know there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you coming and when you get access to resi priority notify with your amex platinum card hey this looks amazing i'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel it's worth the trip that's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift. 
and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Week one uh, as well <laughs> against the same. It's, yeah. I mean, it's it's it, it's really crazy when you have these top corners going up against against these top wide receivers. And, and Lattimore Evans is classic. And who knows? Maybe we'll get to see a bunch more of Ramsey against Adams throughout the years. Uh, we'll have to see. But Green Bay, I, I really actually like Aaron Rodgers opportunities uh, against Tampa in the NFC title game. Uh, you'd have to think that Adams is going to be more of a more of an option with the absence of Jalen Ramsey. So of, of all the plays that we're going to have um, in the NFC championship that you could you could go with, I would just try to, in my eyes, try to lock up Rodgers or try to lock up Devontae Adams at whatever price because I think that's where Green Bay is going to make its hay. I think they're going to have a difficult time running the football, so I think it's on the shoulders of Rodgers. And we're still looking at an over-under of 51. Points sure. are expected in this one. So, uh, as they say, dance with who brung you at the high cost and then fill out with value. The uh, AFC showdown on Sunday will be the Bills and Chiefs. Let's start with what the Chiefs did against the Browns because I guess we just don't know about Patrick Mahomes. I think we know, but as of this recording, we don't know. But Chad Hattie, baby! It's, <laughs> there's, yeah! There is no way that Patrick Mahomes doesn't clear concussion protocol but even with him not playing in that fourth quarter, there is still something that is just off with Kansas City. And I don't know if it's teams taking away Tyreek Hill and Nicole Hardman flying down the field for an 80-yard touchdown. I don't know if that's that's what's missing. I, I think it's their lack of running game, even though Daryl Williams now seems to got, to be the guy with Clyde Edwards. He laired out playing in that divisional game, but Mike, something seems off with Kansas City's offense, but it's just, it's not glaring right now. There's just something under the surface that doesn't seem right. I think you you, you hit it on the head going to, into the running game. Like, there's just nobody that you fear. Like, Williams is solid and obviously averaging six yards a carry, 13 for 78 on the game is great. Four catches out of the backfield. But you're more concerned with Kelsey and with Tyreek Hill. So you're looking at the way the def- defense is playing. I mean, their best play is run quarterback runs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's, it's like you were playing video games, right? The old, hey, you guys run downfield, quarterback stands around, and then you can run for like 40 yards because the defense has to come back to you. I mean, we saw that with the Henny run. I felt like it was the same thing. It's like everything's deployed downfield. It's like, wait, I got a field of green in front of me. And and the Mahomes play, I mean, this is the off-debated, is he was dealing with a bad wheel. I was more yep. concerned with his foot off of the first review, right, uh, than his head. When they said concussion protocol, I was like, wait a minute, what? And then you see it again. It's like, okay. Look, everybody, you don't know how hard things are hitting. You just hit the right spot, whatever. But I have no doubt he'll be cleared. But I think you watch Chad Henney come in, and they, they had great confidence in him quite clearly. And that was the money play that he picked on Saturday to have in the repertoire that ended up sealing that game. But uh, once again, though, the red zone offense is a problem. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. And, and their kicking game is is a bit of a problem because I thought that maybe Harrison Butker had an opportunity to kind of break out of the funk. And, and it, he seemed to have done it over the, the latter part of the season. It just didn't necessarily happen for him on 
Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. Missed, Just no PATs, extra, baby. <laughs> missed extra point. Yeah, missed field goals. Uh, yeah, it was it was tough. And, you know, and, and even taking a look, taking a look at some you know daily fantasy options that you're going to have. It's funny because. Uh, Daryl Williams may be the best option at running back in that AFC championship game, yeah. as crazy as it is, because Buffalo just doesn't seem to have any uh, any care in the world to want to run the football. And when you see it, what a Devin Singletary just looking at, you know, just looking at some some early numbers for some daily games. Daryl Williams is is worth more in those in those contests. So, yeah, I, I, I think to stick with the Chiefs. You're dead on in saying Daryl Williams doesn't put any threat into anything. So even if you run him, and even with those great numbers, you're still defending Travis Kelsey and you're still defending Tyreek Hill. Not that you should shy away from them, that they're still getting their numbers, but yeah, it's just it's a different Chiefs team. I don't know if the way that this game's going to play out on Sunday will be will be the difference in maybe breaking them out of that funk, but they haven't been necessarily the same team, I would say, since that first half against Tampa. Oh, yeah. When they, yeah. You know, I would say when they jumped out and we were like, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. From that point on, they've seemed to be a little different squad. Bogged down uh, the inconsistency with the run game. We talked about the red zone inefficiencies on both sides of the ball have come back to bite them with some regularity here. I mean, obviously still getting out wins, but sweating it out a little bit more. I think everybody mm-hmm. wanted to see what Baker Mayfield could do with one more possession just because the sure. great theater. Right, you're looking for theater because look the Saturday matchups. Unless you were a fan of the teams, you did a lot of shrugging. I think for most of those games. So when it when it came down to KC and Cleveland, and you, you see Cleveland fighting and Chad Henney hanging on, you were hoping for that last minute uh, to show. But you're you're not getting the big explosive plays, right? Rogers is throwing guys open forty yards downfield, smiling and winking at everybody before he's winging it. KC, it's been a bit of a chore. Victories, but not in the same fashion to which we'd become accustomed. 53 and a half, the over-under in this one, though. So uh, Vegas, at least early on, anticipating some fireworks. Yeah, you know, I, you know, Travis Kelsey is going to be so much more expensive than any other. No, that's right. You know, tight end that you're gonna you're gonna want to play, but still, I just. I think that the opportunities are there. And, yeah, I think that there are. I think this is going to be a crazy game. I actually like both quarterbacks. I really like Josh Allen in the game mm-hmm. uh, for just for fantasy purposes. Of the four quarterbacks playing, this may sound crazy, but I would maybe put Allen one, Rodgers two, and Mahomes three. I can't believe I'm actually saying that, but with his situation, I do think that Kansas City will give in and want to run the ball more. I think Buffalo is fine and just saying, "All right, let's just do a shootout because we think that we can score more points than you." So I actually would, I would actually, I like Allen the most this week, and then uh, Brady obviously would be the least. But I actually like Rodgers better than than Patrick Mahomes, as crazy as it may seem. Well, you got the Green Bay offense has been consistent. Right, they're still putting up explosive plays, big plays, at least one one a game. Whether it's Devontae Adams finding space, or it's been Lazard or MVS, right? One mm-hmm. of them is finding a big play for you every week, and the combination, you know, you've got balance on your offense. So they got to be play honestly with Aaron, Aaron Jones, and obviously it would help if Dylan's available, right? Yeah. If you have all three of those guys available, that's a much different animal than any of these teams these other teams are dealing with 
because you got three guys. I mean, look at the way they they attacked this game, right? It was sledgehammer. Rodgers put up big numbers, but it was the run game that set it all up. Yeah. And I just I and, and maybe maybe Alvin Kamara showed something with the 80 yards against the Buccaneers. I just think that Green Bay is just going to have a difficult time running the football. I just I I just I that's why I just feel that it's on Rodgers' shoulders and I I really think that it's going to be to be up to him, which I'm sure he relishes. But when you're looking overall at the quarterbacks that you could draft, I yeah. just think that he's going to maybe have have more opportunities. The one scare, the not to sit on the fence, and, and we can we can move on from this point. I do think that Brady is going to try to control the game, and just like he does. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you are in Kansas City, maybe you're seeing more points exchanged uh, between the two sides where Brady wouldn't mind keeping Rodgers on the sideline. That would be the one thing that I would caution. The cautionary tale is if the Buccaneers can control the football, then that will leave less opportunities for Aaron Rodgers. Well, that's the big piece. If they can get uh, a run game started with Fournette, because we know that there are opportunities for big plays downfield, but most of Tampa Bay's scoring drives are longer, more protracted yeah. drives. They just are. And it's not this necessarily the same, right? Because with Kamara, I think it was, all right, we'll catch you in the secondary, right? We trust our linebackers to stop you from breaking off 40-yard runs. But we're going to shut down and force Drew Brees to throw into tight windows. Likewise, you know, I would think that becomes the game plan with Rodgers, although the arm is much more lively and just a flick of the wrist uh, could get you in trouble in a hurry. But it's certainly a chess match. Um, yeah, when we go we rank the quarterbacks, you know, Josh Allen – and by the way, Leonard Flint, don't leave your feet. Go hit the quarterback. Take the 15 <laughs> yeah. yards. It's yes. one of the, but again, that goes into officiating and a long game response because – I was incensed watching that live. It's like, just go up and pop him. He's not th- – even if he throws the ball. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events – You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is over the shy is back on paramount plus and the stakes have never been higher Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. 
alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> That's it's the old pump fake. It Don't leave works. your feet. <laughs> how, how, how would you rank? How would you rank the quarterbacks uh, with the four remaining heading into the conference championship? Sunday? I think I go Allen one because of the rushing. Yep. Like, I think the yardage is going to be key. Maybe that's why Brian Dable didn't get a head coaching job. But we could save that for another time, too. Why didn't you run the ball at all? <laughs> well, Zach Moss was hurt. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'd go Allen one, Rodgers two. My gut says Brady has a day. Oh, wow. And that this okay. game, actually, there's there's points. So it's very rare that you would say Patrick Mahomes would be fourth. But I'm going to put him fourth. Oh wow! All right, good because I thought I was crazy for putting him in third. So you're even. No, I'm going to uh, take any. I'm going to flip those two guys on the back end. All right, all right. I, I'll have Rogers second. Is is uh yeah? As I Allen Rogers, then Mahomes, and then Tom Brady. All right. There's there's yeah. there's something that that we have done throughout this this last couple of weeks with playoffs. We've ran down our favorite stat lines of the fantasy football season. And we've had Darren Waller's game that he had against the Jets, uh, Stephen Goskowski and his missed kicks for the Titans that ended up with the game winner. Uh, you did the Joe Mixon signing last year. I was so hard earlier in the season. I was so high on Joe Mixon. It was it was crazy. But Joe Mixon actually had a good game in 2020. You may have forgotten about that. And uh, Stephon Diggs in the in the big number. And, and Stephon Diggs has been such a story this year. Uh, Tyree Kill was a story as well in Week 12. So that's going to be the stat line. As we count down our 10 favorite, it's not in the rankings of 10 through 1, but this is going to be our 5th and 6th favorite stat lines. The Tyree Kill 13-catch, 269-yard, two-touchdown game against Tampa in Week 12. Uh, really, I mean, th- that's the one where you search largest fantasy game by a you know, wide receiver, mm-hmm. biggest fantasy game. And in the first quarter, he had seven catches for 203 yards, yeah. if, if you remember the, that game. So the Tyree Kill Buccaneers game makes our top 10 of our favorite stat lines of the season. You want to talk about eyes getting wide watching? It's like, how is this guy wide open? Mm-hmm. And there are just games where there's nothing you can do against an individual. Right, you met. We mentioned the Stephon Diggs against New England. New England normally erases a number one receiver. Nah, not so fast. I'm Stephon Diggs uh, and Josh Allen's growth, quite obviously. But and we see it with Devonte Adams. We talk about him all season long. It's like he's got a terrible matchup. Ah, he went for eight for one forty and two. It's like ah, stats don't matter, you know that kind of thing. Same thing here. It's like all right, great defense, top ten defense, and they just got absolutely worked. My other favorite stat line, this is out of nowhere, but I had to I had to I had to put this in here because I love great stat lines and I love awful stat lines. And we go to the New York Jets for this one. Oh boy. Wide receiver Jeff Smith. This is this is why I love it. Was targeted eleven times in a game against the Cardinals in week five, where the Jets scored ten points, lost thirty to ten. Jeff Smith had three receptions for 23 yards. But what is what is even more amazing than the eight missed targets that he did not uh, connect on was that he was also sacked. 
And I don't know why I find it just so hilarious. And by the way, nobody is playing Jeff Smith in their fantasy league. No one's like, well, I got Jeff Smith going up against Arizona, so I feel pretty good. But of all the stat lines, when you talk about, Mike, number of targets, and we've said, man, this you know, this guy had 10 targets. He only, only caught five footballs. What's going on there? This was an eight times missed and then to not only get 11 targets but only come away with three catches for 23 yards and to, to have a play where you were actually sacked, one of my favorite stat lines of the entire 2020 season. I dig that. With the proliferation of end arounds and halfback and wide receiver tosses. Sure. This is not going to be an outlier, Dan Byer. <laughs> We're going to see a trend. By the way, I'm proposing, you know, we always talk to Paul Charchin, uh, our buddy in the fantasy world, and we, yeah. we talk about new games and permutations. How about this? We create a league next year that starts in week three. So we get two weeks of data. And you can only play teams, and it's a best ball scenario, where you can only play players from teams in the bottom of these scoring offenses. Oh, So you okay. have to draft Jets, which might have meant you would have had Jeff Smith on a roster. <laughs> <laughs> right, because oh, he had, uh, yeah. what, the week before he'd had nine targets. You yeah. might be playing him saying that- he's the new guy. <laughs> Could be a shootout. Arizona comes to town. Kyler Murray, you know, the Jets are going to need to score. And, and maybe it was by that time we knew that the Jets were no good because I think we found out in, like, week two that they, uh, <laughs> they were going to be absolutely awful. But – yeah, there was there's uh, I mean there's there was a lot a, a lot of good and a lot of bad in the NFL and that just ended up I know it's bad but it was uh, uh one of my favorites. I mean heck, 11 11 times targeted and uh you only get 3 of them. That is so, so good. All right, all right. Let's uh do you want to throw down some picks before we wrap up? If you don't even want to do game matchups, Mike, that's okay. You could tell us who guys should lock up for yeah. their fantasy, maybe put in their captain spots, get a few more points for it. Uh, how do you see Bucks and Packers and Bills and Chiefs playing out? Well, I, I never uh, want to go away from Stephon Diggs. Uh, I was really sad to see the effort from uh, Justin Tucker because I had picked the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl before the season. And, you know, I don't change my picks. I, I stayed with them in the Bucks, So the Bucks did sure. me right. Ravens go home. Lamar Jackson with that awful, awful interception uh, and really a lazy tackling attempt to try to make a play on that. But uh, what are you going to do? Uh, when we look at Buffalo, I, I think Stephon Diggs is the guy that I, I'm circling as a no matter what. Like he mm-hmm. would be my top, top non-quarterback, right? Once we we get past our, our four guys there, he would be my captain, and he's really the only guy I would trust coming out of the Buffalo side of the bracket, right? Yeah. He and Josh Allen. I mean, that's it. A- anything else you're wishing and hoping? I guess Cole Beasley. I'm hoping they can duct tape him together, so he's or whatever you need to do to make him be right so you can get more than a two-target effort out of him. Because if he's not right, it could be a long day for Buffalo and just a lot of deep balls and wishing and hoping that Gabriel Davis and John Brown can come up with them. Um, but I'm going to I'm gonna go to the picks. You know, Buffalo, I, I champion Josh Allen uh, for MVP all year long. They're getting three on the road, uh, and there will be, what, 16,000 fans or thereabouts in Kansas City. But we talk about the issues with the Kansas City offense not being necessarily as explosive and efficient. I'll take the upset. I'll take Josh Allen to become the new cover boy. 
All right. So the uh, Bills go into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs. I, uh, you know, we talked about liking Josh Allen. You mentioned the uh, lack of, of production from Cole Beasley, who's, who's been dinged up. John Brown was the only other beneficiary that, that Buffalo ended up having. Uh, th- that could be a look-see as well. On the other game, Buccaneers and Packers, in terms of who's making a, a, a play, I'll just say this. For as much as I like Rodgers as a play, I like the other. The, I like his wide receivers just as much of, of Lazard and, mm-hmm. and MVS and specifically Devontae. Adams if you could figure out a way to 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 make it work I'm loading up on those guys just again because I know Green Bay has got a bunch of guys to run the ball I just don't think they're going to be able to do it against Tampa yeah give me the stack right Mm -hmm. give me Rodgers with one of those second or third options give me either Lazard or MVS right if you're going to go he and uh, Devontae Adams you've just given up all of your salary cap (laughs) you cannot field the team uh but yeah you can maybe get Bill Schrader that's who you can get so yeah That's a good poll. <laughs> or it's Schroeder. Depends on what part of Wisconsin you're from. That's a fair point, too. As long as it has the umlaut, we're all good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that's that's where I'm looking Green Bay. I would agree. I mean, if, if Dylan's cleared, then he's probably going to be the lowest valued of the running backs if you want to take a chance that you get a goal line touch. Yeah. But I think the way teams are selling out or have and the way Tampa will defend – I think you're more likely to see another Rodgers bootleg and scamper into the end zone than than you will the running backs necessarily taking it in. So and, that's where I'm looking at Green Bay. Yeah, and I would take Ronald Jones over Leonard Fournette, as crazy as it sounds. Jones probably comes a little bit cheaper, mm-hmm. and I just can't count on Fournette's uh, receiving uh, abilities. So I would rather take the shot that maybe Jones gets in the end zone as opposed to Leonard Fournette at a cheaper price. Yeah, you're going to get him at a better value. Uh, I just say, and I don't know that this is necessarily true because they still were a top 12 to 13 uh, against the run, right? Because that, that was the narrative coming into the last. You can run on Green Bay. It's like, that's all relative. You're normally down 20. So sure. you, maybe yeah. you can do a couple of draw plays that you pick up some yardage. But you're not really establishing the run. But if Tampa wants to create balance, right, and get a little play action going, that's the guy you're going to have to sell it with, I think. I, I like your Bills pick. I actually will, will side with that as well. And I just I just don't see – I don't see Green Bay losing to the Buccaneers twice. I think Tampa's got a really good chance, but I think Green Bay ends up winning on Sunday. So I'll go with the Bills-Packers Super Bowl 55. Because I like chaos – and because I picked him before the season. Yeah. When everybody wrote Tom Brady off and said he's old, he's terrible. A lot of guys on our network seem to have that <laughs> consensus, Dan, who seem to be changing their stories all of a sudden. I, well, I don't know. Well, I can say this. <laughs> I also picked the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl preseason. And then when we started the playoffs, I picked the Bills and Saints. There so, you, go. Okay. I, you know, I, I should have just did what you did because then I would have went back to the Buccaneers pick and at least picked the Bills at the start of the playoffs. But instead, I just am like, who cares? I'm wrong enough anyway no, but not, hey, on look, it, not on fantasy not on fantasy no no fantasy always uh absolute gold <laughs> yes. why do you see our gold packages for 2021 <laughs> but the <laughs> i'm not even kidding i got ideas all but right the, the other side being you know with, with brady and all those weapons look it will not look like the game we saw earlier this season there's just no, no way in that regard but when they did have that big outing Again, they were not the team they are now. We're talking about Tampa and where that offense is and can be 
with big plays. So I expect a, a fantastic – like I'm looking forward to this game about as much as I've looked forward to a conference title game in a long time. I mean, we got the treat. Brady Breeze, while it was decided by the Bucks' defense, you can argue that pretty easily, right, and what they did in terrorizing Drew Breeze. We got that marquee matchup. Now we get Brady and Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's – and on the other side, you got Mahomes and Allen, two guys that are the faces pushing forward. Like I think it's it's you couldn't have scripted it any better with the way this season has played out, all the twists and turns and wringing of hands and gnashing of teeth and all of the problems that people tried to see with the league. You might disagree with how you got there, but here we are, three games left and some of the brightest stars still on the stage. I, I'll just leave you with this thought. If Tom Brady is able to uh, be fortunate enough to get past Green Bay and let's just say they face the Chiefs in the Super Bowl and end up winning, Brady would have beaten Mahomes, Rodgers, Breeze, and Heineke on his way. Come to think of it, I'll have a Heineke to finish. (laughs) Get Mike on on Twitter, at Swoladome. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. You can always tweet us, at IWantYourFlex. Enjoy Conference Sunday, and when we reconvene, we will look ahead to Super Bowl 55. We'll talk to you then. They say, if you love something, to set it free. If it doesn't come back, it was never yours to begin with. Here at LifeLock, we have to say, what a load of bull hockey. All those nights working overtime, saving up all that money, paying off all that debt, and now some identity thief wants to try and set it free? That's crazy talk. The truth is, it can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. But with LifeLock by Norton, It's easy to help protect yourself. We help monitor your info and alert you to potential identity threats. If you become a victim, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year at lifelock.com slash aware. That's lifelock.com slash aware for 25% off. Lifelock. Identity theft protection starts here. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.